really give a kind of real case scenario of what happened, how she came into the office, kind of what went down last Saturday when this eight-year-old came in and couldn't barely move her neck. Yep. So she, uh, her mom calls, and so I'm up, up at the office adjusting other people, and her mom calls and wanted to get in uh, on that day. And I was like, well, absolutely. And then she was like, well, okay. And I was like, well, would you like to make an appointment? She's like, absolutely. Yeah. So they came in and I was thinking maybe, uh, maybe a sports injury. It was a Saturday. So I thought, you know, maybe they were playing sports, but so the girl comes in and her neck is all cocked all the way to the side and it's stuck like I ear mean, to shoulder, ear to shoulder, left ear to left shoulder. And she can't move it. Now she's eight years old. So you really shouldn't have anything like that at eight. I mean, I mean, I've seen it multiple times, but like, it's not a normal thing for someone to have that. So there's no history of injury with this patient. Nope. No injury of history. She was just watching her brother play ball. So, um, nothing was, nothing was going on. Nothing traumatic happened to her that would have led to that. So when she comes in, you know, so we obviously have to ask the right questions, you know, any, any history of traumas, and you know, no, any health conditions that we need to know about, no. So you have to go through a line like when someone shows up like that because it is very abnormal for an eight-year-old to be like that. So we got all the the red flags crossed off. None of it, you know, none of those different things. And then um, felt like it was you know time to to start working on it. And so I did a little exam on it. Now she did not like me touching mm. that neck very much. And Early in my career, I remember, you know, seeing one of these and I was like, oh boy, you know, what the heck do you do with that? And so now since I've seen multiple ones, I'm like, okay. And so I just looked at it and I told her, I said, hey, you know, this isn't going to be the most fun you have today. I said, but we're going to have to do what we got to do. Now, we're not going to win it all in one day, but we're going to have to do what we got to do today to at least get this alleviated. Now, in in my opinion, when we first started, I didn't really know how far we would get with her neck. I thought maybe we would get it to straighten out a little bit and then reassess later on. Because a lot of times, so when people come in, um, we feel like we need to win it all in one day, but it's just really not, um, it's just really not, what am I trying to say? It's really not feasible uh, with most conditions. So when I started working or, or when I examined her, I noticed that her lower neck, so like C6, C7, uh, was way off towards the left. It was just not where really it should be. And, and when I say that, it's not like it, the bone like jumped all the way to her shoulder. It's not like that. But any millimeter of kind of translation to the side can be really painful and, and, and can really mess up the range of motion within someone's neck. So I'm palpating that. I'm like, wow, you know, that's uh, that thing's way over there, which what will happen is if it goes, if it translates way over to the left, then your neck's not going to do what it's supposed to do. So what we have to do is we have to examine it and go, okay, what's the actual issue? So lots of muscle spasm and then that vertebrae way off there towards the left. So her, her neck is stuck there. So the first thing we have to do is we have to start getting some of that spasm out of there. Um, and then that the the game beyond the muscle and bone is talking to the talking talking the patient through it because she's in a lot of pain she's crying but you got to be confident to know what you're doing and so i told her you know with the condition that she has right now 
she's not going to get any worse with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be painful a little bit, but it's going to go away after I stop uh, treating it. So I probably spent a good 15 minutes doing trigger point work on that specific muscle and just slightly moving her head, slightly moving her head and just kept on going and kept on going until we got that thing back to where it was supposed to be. And then, so at the end of the day, she walked out and head was straight up. Now the next day she had some pain, uh, and that was a Sunday. Then she came back Monday, we adjusted it and then she's been fairly good. I'm going to be seeing her next week, but, uh, she's been fairly good since then. Yeah. And isn't it the best when it's a young spine that you can kind of younger spine, younger humans heal quicker. I mean, and so, you know, even just the repetitiveness of looking down at an iPad or carrying around a heavy book bag, even at eight years old, you can, you know, injure yourself to the point of, you know, affecting the the little gal's weekend. Well, exactly. And a lot of times we don't think that kids really have issues or they shouldn't, you know, what, oh, they're resilient. They're kids, which they definitely are. They're very resilient. But the problem is, is that they can be injured just as much as anybody else can. But we just, I, I know the kind of the perception or the, the idea about kids will, you know, jump up and, and put some dirt on it and you'll be just fine. Well, I, I really think that in, for any of the parents out there that are listening to this podcast, Yes, that's very true. But sometimes there is things about kids that do need to be addressed because of their posture, because of the things that they're doing, and also the amount of sports these kids are playing nowadays is a lot on their bodies. Yeah, and I think you need a good combo. You know, get up, rub some dirt on it, and then we're going to go get it adjusted or treated, you mm-hmm. know. And so it's it's kind of that – and I would say that's the the hardest thing – about being a physician is everybody's different when it comes to their subjective pain tolerance. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, you got a 45 year old carpenter who's got severe arthritis, chronic pain has lived with it for 25 years. His five out of 10 isn't the same as Mary Jane's, you know, 29 year old spine. Who's like, you know, everybody's different in their pain perception and children, especially it's scary. I remember, being 18 and, and your head's turning and you're this, you know, uh, the, the, the ceiling spinning around, like it feels like your neck's going to pop off. Yeah. And it, there's a trust factor in what we do as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think like, you know, so that we don't know what we don't know. And so that's why, you know, and, and me and Dr. Agan always preach for kids to at least get checked out. We're not saying that all the kids need to come in once a month, you know, but what we're saying is, Getting your kid checked out and getting their spine looked at and examined early can help them bypass a lot in the future. And it's one of those things that you won't really know. Mm-hmm. But we know because we're getting a lot of 20 year olds that had, you know, issues and it wasn't too far before that they were teenagers doing dumb stuff and before that even younger. So it's we're seeing people in their 20s that that, oh, man, I did have back pain for a long time. If it would have been addressed earlier, then we we could have helped them out even a little bit more. So very important for kids to at least get checked out and 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 be on the right right path, just like a dentist or, or anything like that. No doubt, you know the the chiropractic phrase is 
who can be adjusted. And, and we always say from the womb to the tomb, Yeah, you know, it's some way now the, the difference in treatment definitely changes throughout that, you know, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've adjusted five day old babies before and mm-hmm. the amount of pressure force is nothing compared to your 35 year old male who goes to the gym. It's all like we've talked about before. It's art technique. Um, but I, truthfully didn't realize the importance of getting adjusted at a very young age until we got into practice. I know we learned it in school um, and we heard stories about it, but I've seen, you know, especially my favorite is actually when a mom comes in before being pregnant, gets pregnant and gets adjusted throughout her pregnancy as a maintenance schedule. And then she has the baby brings the baby in a couple of weeks later afterwards and you connect and it's, it's really strange. I don't even know how to explain it, but I've seen it enough where, you know, we are all energetic beings. So that, um, you know, when the baby's, you know, before it's born, it's a part of the mother mm-hmm. and it's, they can hear, the voice and the vibrations and everything they can it's it's like they've experienced it before and 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 again until you've really seen it and and even to our viewers it's i've seen it enough to know that that is real so the baby comes out um and it's it's like we've already met in a weird way Mm -hmm. and that is my favorite adjustment man you look at those eyes and they're so innocent and and you can see the life in those eyes and and uh just and just connecting with them and then when they follow through you know it could be a monthly maintenance schedule for your your child that really when you start them that young it's you're preventing them they're gonna i mean how many times does a two-year-old fall down on their butt Mm -hmm. thousands of times throughout a year and that's normal that's how we develop and we're just and that's what we we preach again that this is such an amazing time that we know this now yeah healthcare is ever revolving and it's going to be constantly changing. So we know now with the data and we've seen it with our experience that starting them young, they don't need as much because you're slowly molding their spine and then they get to be playing sports and being active is vital. Um, but with the slips and falls and repetitive stress and a lot of times too, it's so important to vary the sports at a young age. Don't focus so much on one. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, so Nowadays, sports, so say like, you know, we played baseball. Nowadays, we're talking to kids and they come in and we actually have a uh, a high schooler that's working with us. And he tells us a little bit about his kind of experience with ball. They're playing all the time and you really don't really have much time to do another sport. I really like the multiple sport uh, approach because you're using different muscles. You're doing different things. You're um, you're acquiring different abilities, which is really good. And also, you're just not putting a ton of stress on the same thing. If you're a pitcher and you're pitching all year round, it's tough. Mm -hmm. Even the major leaguers don't do that. They're going to take time off where, yes, they're going to throw, but they're not throwing ball games all the time, Mm -hmm. Uh, really because physiologically, it's hard for your body to handle it. And for any of the baseball fans out there, you're noticing how many Tommy Johns are we having nowadays? Mm. I mean, they're they're all over the place. But to kind of wrap back – talking about being adjusted earlier um, or early and often. So I can attest to that firsthand because my dad and grandpa are chiropractors. 
So um, I lived that life where I was adjusted earlier. I did go to my dad's office when I was hurt, got hooked up to spin, got hooked up to stem, had the, the ultrasound. My grandpa did acupuncture. So I had acupuncture. I think the first time I got acupuncture, I was maybe 13 on my hamstring. I pulled it. That means you're wound tight if you pull a hamstring at, at 13. 13 yeah, yeah I pulled a hamstring at 13. But, um, yeah, so I've, I've done chiropractic my whole life. And I'll tell you, now, this is one of those things that people aren't really fond of. Um, but, well, I'm not saying they're not fond of, but it's real. But I will tell you, so growing up, I didn't get sick as much either. Mm-hmm. Now, knock on wood, I'm not really superstitious anymore. But um, I didn't get sick much. I didn't get hurt as much, and it, and I really believe it's because of being adjusted often, making sure that everything was moving the way that it should, and also being early to detect things and not letting them linger. No doubt. And you think, too, it's like those milestones in a child's life. So, you know, from zero to two, or from crawling to walking, standing, falling, and then they just become madhouses after about two years old so and they're everywhere so it's you're right and they're resilient there are a lot of them you know a lot of them we're all made of cartilage mm-hmm. uh for majority of the part and that's why we can bounce but like you said it's it's those um stress points that happen you know there's actually a uh and you know what i'm talking about but a spinal fracture that can happen in infancy around two to three and and you see this a lot when they go to stand and they fall straight on their butt mm-hmm. it can cause that pars fracture yep. and you don't know it until you take an x-ray when they're 40 and they've dealt with back pain for 15 years it is a common way that and you don't know and, and a lot of i remember even in school wait we can fracture our spine and not be paralyzed yep there's specific areas yeah you just like any bone that can break but if there's no vital structures around it i.e the spinal cord or um, cauda equina getting which is horse's tail for all those nerves at the base of your tailbone Mm -hmm. but um a lot of it yeah you you know and even i think those patients that you know the one the moms that bring in their kids parents are bringing their kids when they're growing they they hit those milestones quicker Mm -hmm. you know they walk around they develop a little faster and like you said i mean weren't you throwing like mid 90s and like 14 (laughs) that's that's that fish getting a little bigger (laughs) i keep getting older that fish keeps getting bigger yeah so pretty soon in the next five years i'll be i I threw a 105 oh oh, yeah (laughs) i used to throw a football quarter mile quarter mile throw it over those mountains over there (laughs) so it is vitally important for parents to understand how that can prevent issues down the road Mm -hmm. and so if we can we can again change the mindset now we are in a preventative maintenance healthcare vision at this point in in time that's the only way we can be and and take accountability on ourselves and it's an investment but just like going to the dentist just like going to the eye doctor orthodontist chiropractic needs to be grouped in there for wellness because just like you don't want your teeth to be nasty and crooked when you're 45 we can't see our spine so we don't know it but that's exactly what's happening if we don't you know follow through with any type of maintenance yeah yeah absolutely i mean we're we're and most parents that i talk to here i mean and most parents would agree they have invest their whole lives into their kids Mm -hmm. so you're doing all these different things for for your kids to have the best opportunities and the best everything 
Well, you got to make sure that that little Johnny's body is working the best that it can as well, because that's everything. I mean, it really like when you and I think even when I was younger, I didn't quite understand it. I'm like, okay, yeah, you'll be adjusted, blah, blah, blah. But like you said, we can't really see the spine. So we're like, if you can't see it, then, well, it's okay, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But in reality, we're seeing these changes in 20 and 30-year-olds that could have been prevented before. So it's important to to get checked out make sure everything's moving the best that way that your little kid does have the best opportunity and we always go back to the kind of the car and the, and maintain your car i mean to be honest most people put more time into their cars maintaining their cars than they do their actual body which is when you like think about it like that it's freaking nuts yeah but that's the truth that i mean that's the, that's the truth because we did also grow up in a in a um in an era of you know just buck up and let's go mm -hmm. but really you're really just trying to take care of yourself i would say adjusting kids and watching them develop over time is my favorite thing to do um as a chiropractor so yeah man i could talk about this for days absolutely um, i love uh i love young chiropractic advocates and uh love what we do man absolutely episode 14 14 who's your number 14 we actually had to do a little research because 14 is that's kind of a it's a little different one a little different mm -hmm. one uh but it's i should have known this right off the bat QB ish number ish some uh some some wide receivers i'm going with a classic wide receiver right now that everyone knows about uh stefan diggs stefan diggs even though i don't like the bills he's like he's good top top receiver he, second or third maybe he wins a lot of games for me on fantasy i'll say that oh there you go my my uh, fantasy team is called dig newtons <laughs> kind of like kind of like fig newtons it's better than trouser snakes yeah yes yeah, better than trouser snakes <laughs> who's 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 your 14 pete rose pete rose yep let him in the hall let him in just man. let him in he was a great ball player and you know i mean whatever did he bet on baseball did he, what yeah I don't know. I don't, you know, know the truth behind that. But didn't he bet on himself though to win? He didn't bet on. Dude, he was a competitor. And here's what's stupid about that is there's a lot of other stuff that's gone on that maybe could have been. He was just made an example of, and I don't think that's fair to do. Uh, it is to tough. Athlete. It is tough. Number fourteen. Yep. So if anybody knows some number fourteens, put it down there in the comments. Or if you got anything else to say about the episode, uh, if you got any questions statements whatever you got throw it down in the comments it helps us out some engagement on our on our podcast but um we want to thank you all for listening again this is episode number 14 as always if you listen on apple podcast go check us out on youtube subscribe do the whole thing uh also give us a review on apple podcast because that will definitely help out our uh, our getting our spreading our word out there so uh yeah we appreciate y'all listening Alrighty. Peace out. Until next time.